0: Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all gurus to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have His Grace, Ramgir Dharu Prabhuji from India. Today Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 14, Verse 22. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me and having me as a part of this uh, group, and uh, it's always a pleasure. And um, it's a very inspiring thing that you're all doing this service on a very regular and consistent basis. So we will discuss from this 14th chapter of Canto, which is called The Material World as the Great Forest of Enjoyment so we are going to read the verse number 22 and then we will join the context karehisma chit kaam madulavan vichinman yadam paradhara paradravyani avarun bhano ranyaswam hataha patati apare niraje translation and purport by his given grace translation the conditioned soul is sometimes attracted to the little happiness derived from sense gratification thus he has illicit sex or steals another's property at such a time he may be arrested by the government or chastised by the woman's husband or protector. Thus, simply for little material satisfaction, he falls into a hellish condition and is put into jail for rape, kidnapping, theft, and so forth. Material life is such that due to indulgence in illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, and meat-eating, the conditioned soul is always in a dangerous condition. Meat eating and intoxication excite the senses more and more and the conditioned soul falls victim to women. In order to keep women, money is required and to acquire money, one begs, borrows and steals. Indeed, he commits abominable acts that cause him to suffer both in this life and in the next. Consequently, illicit sex must be stopped by those who are spiritually inclined or who are on the path of Self-Spiritual Realization. Many devotees fall down due to illicit sex. They may steal money and even fall down from the highly honored renounced order. Then, for a livelihood, they accept menial services and become become beggars. It is therefore said in the Shastras, and maito grihamedi Materialism is based on sex, whether licit or illicit. Sex is full of dangers, even for those who are addicted to household life. Whether one has a license for sex or not, there is a great trouble. Bahudukka After one indulges in sex, many volumes of miseries ensue. One suffers more and more in material life. A, miser- a miserly person cannot properly utilize the wealth he has and similarly a materialistic person misuses the human form instead of using it for spiritual and emancipation he uses the body for sense gratification therefore he is called miser Oma Dimrandasya Jnana Jnana Shalagya Militam Vena Shri Gurave Namaham Nama Om Vishnu Padayam Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale, Shreemate Bhaktivedanta, Swamim Niti Namine, Saraswati Deve, Gauravani Pracharine, Nirvisesha Sunyavadi, Paschatyadesha Dharine, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Gadadar, Shri Vasadhi Gaura Vrindam. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <laughs> so we are discussing... About the nature of this material world, when King Parikshit asked Sukadeva Goswami about the direct meaning of the material forest, Sukadeva Goswami started to describe about this material forest. He started to give all the finer details so that anyone who desires to spend time in the material world can take an informed conscious decision. It is like, sometimes we may get curious to know about jail. We may get curious to know about our parents' workplace. We may get curious to know about certain places of interest of people. So Sukadeva Goswami considering everyone's frame of mind he is very clean, is giving a very clean and clear-cut description about the material world and its effect on people. So the description that you are seeing is Sukadeva Goswami's direct description about the material world sometimes we as practicing devotees because of extended period of conditioning in this material world we continue to consider the illusory thing as reality and because of that consideration we tend to put ourselves in trouble because a person who does not understand know the reality will obviously take wrong decisions. So when Sukadeva Goswami is explaining about the weak link the challenges the trap in this material world, when it is coming from such an experience, the soul it is to be accepted not experimented. every knowledge that we learn need not be should not be experimented. There are some types of knowledge which have to be learned by others experience there is some type of knowledge which have to be learned by just surrender and submissive hearing some types of knowledge have to be learned and accepted only after we experience them Uh, some of them we should be very careful not to even venture out and pay attention to the warnings associated with. In our spiritual journey, there are several advices and warnings that our Acharyas have given about the nature of material world and given several comparisons and analogies. One of the analogies that have been given in this context is about the effect of forest fire. Samsara dhava Lida loka Pranayakarunya karunya gana ghanatvam So a person, a spirit soul, when he gets stuck into this forest fire, of material enjoyment, he will not be able to help himself without the help of a person who is away from the forest fire. So, today we will churn this current context by reflections and also realizations. Basically, The science of Krishna consciousness is something that we get to hear from a self-realized soul because jnaninas tattva darshina, these saints have seen the truth. But one does not have that understanding and pay attention to such a experienced knowledge. We are naturally going to be an experience for others. To repeat, either learn from the experience of the experienced devotee, if not, you will be an experience for somebody else to learn and you will have to go through this cycle for several more times of birth, death, old age, disease. So the current context the shloka, we will learn through sets of some reflections and we will see what lessons we have to take home. The first and foremost lesson is illusion versus reality. It is explained that A person who is practicing in Krishna Consciousness, he need to learn to differentiate between illusion and reality. The barest minimum a a person should be able to have gained in the process of practicing Krishna Consciousness is he should be able to differentiate between illusion and reality. If he is not able to differentiate between illusion and reality, then there is something fundamentally wrong. So my first reflection is about illusion versus reality. What is reality? Jivai Rasvarupahoy Krishna nitya Nityadas Second reality is Dukkhalayam Asashvatam And third reality is Golokera Premadana Harinama Sankirtana So these three realities are completely established and there is no need to ask any questions on this. It has to be simply accepted. I repeat. The first reality is Jiva as Varo Krishna Nitya Das which means we as Jiva, spirit souls our constitutional nature is Nitya Das The second reality is This material world is place of suffering and it is temporary in nature. dukkhalayam and Asashwatam. And third reality is Hari Nam, which is recommended as the process for delivering from the cycle of birth and death has descended from the spiritual abode for our transformation. These three realities we have time and again heard but the reason why we are establishing this reality is to establish the difference between illusion and reality and where do practitioners get confused. So these three there are several more realities but I am just identifying these are the top three realities without understanding which we will not be able to make any substantial progress. We are spirit souls and servant of the Lord. The place that we are currently in this material world is a temporary and a place of suffering. And to get rid of the suffering the process for us is chanting the holy name of the Lord which has descended from the spiritual abode. Similarly, there are three top illusions and these three top illusion needs to be also acknowledged. Number one top illusion is, people think or why a person thinks that there is no rebirth. There is no reincarnation. We live only once, so let us live this life to the fullest extent of enjoyment and there is no nothing to worry about. So you know there are several famous Bollywood um, stars who proclaim and present their views in the form of famous dialogues. marte so Sunke I mean if you really analyze the statement you will know how stupid this statement is. But if you really go and tell this statement, every cinema addict would say that this is a very famous dialogue from Shah Rukh Khan or whatever star is. The point is, this is a very top level of illusion, thinking that we are going to live only once, and we have to listen to our heart. <laughs> this statement is so stupid, but sometimes uh, you know, we, we ourselves become victim of this. What if a terrorist comes and says this to you? ekibar uh, which means I'm hearing my own heart. So I decided to, you know, uh, blast bomb, do blew a bomb blast and that's my desire. So I mean these are all stupidities. So this is first illusion, which is To believe... That we don't have rebirth... The second illusion... Which predominantly people have... Is that I am self-intelligent... And self-reliant... I don't need... A person between... Me and God... Once again... Glories to all the so-called media people... They have... Because of some unfortunate episodes... They have twisted the reality and presented why do we need a guru? Why do we need an agent? Why do we need a living personality between us and the Lord? So, a second illusion is to establish where people think. That my intelligence, my common sense, my logical reasoning is the substance, is the basis On which I will take decision. I don't need. Any other third person. The third illusion. And the most. uh, uh, Interesting one. Or probably. uh, A very famous one. Is that. I won't die soon. (laughs) This. This even Yudhishthira Maharaj is surprised and asking this question he is saying that one of the most surprising things in this world is everyone die everyone see each other die but then they believe that death won't come to them so it is important that we make note of these three illusions We always know death is inevitable, death can come to us anytime But we somehow remain in illusion that I am going to live forever So these six points which forms my first reflection, three reality checks and three illusion checks If we are absolutely clear on these six points then only our foundation and basis of our Krishna Consciousness is clear. If you really very closely analyze, the converse of illusion is actually reality. Which means those three statements that we said in the illusion, the converse of them is actually a reality statement, which means we have based on our action, We have to take birth again and again. We always need a living personality to help us. And we definitely need to be very conscious and cautious of the time that we spend. Otherwise, death will devour us. Basically, this material world, concept of this material world that Sukadev so, Goswami is explaining to Parikshit Maharaj, in this, in this concept of this material world, as practitioners, we have, we have some responsibility. What is that responsibility? The responsibility of a practicing devotee is to subscribe to this reality and do not subscribe to this illusion and lead a life Of principle so that anyone who see our life and action will be able to learn a lesson. The purpose of Srimad Bhagavatam, the purpose of this Krishna consciousness movement is to enlighten everyone and bring them out from illusion to reality. And if you further analyze the reason why a person continue to remain in illusion not to come out of reality is a person who hears associates with the real you know relative source and not associate with an absolute source he will only accept illusion as reality and reality as an illusion if a person is able to accept knowledge from an absolute source, and not associate with the relative source, then he will be able to appreciate the Krishna consciousness dimension. So this is the sum and substance of my first reflection. Very important, common, several times heard, but it is important to corroborate. So hence to summarize my first reflection, We spoke about three reality points, three illusory points that are pretty common, that are non-debatable and very clearly established. We need to subscribe to those three realities. We should not get carried away away by those three illusory statements. Rather, the converse of them is actually true. And... This source of illusion is coming from hearing and associating with the relative source. Relative source meaning those who are conditioned, those places where knowledge is coming from a very baseless background, those are all relative sources, which tend to change based on time, place and circumstances. And not hearing from an absolute source which is from Shastra and Book Bhagavata or Devotee Bhagavata. And the second aspect of um, a thing is if you are not going to hear from a relative source and be able to hear from an absolute source then you are safe. This is the first reflection from this current context. Here, Sukadeva Goswami is explaining about how a person fizzle out and fall trapped to sense gratificatory desires. So, this sense gratificatory desire is such a trap that even the most intelligent person will easily fall down we have several examples so the warning is given by Satyatabha Goswami here that you need to be very careful and not get carried away by this petty desires else we will be punished so our second reflection is about the aspect of action versus reaction in this material world it is explained that in general context To differentiate for a person to do an action or not do an action, good or bad, it is actually very easy. I repeat, for us to decide whether to do a good action or to a bad action, it is very easy to decide. Everybody will say we have to do a good action. So, the challenge is. The grey area For example If somebody gives us a choice Whom do you choose between Muni versus Kamsa We will not have any ambiguity Because we know Muni is good And Kamsa is bad So there is no confusion But there is always a grey area In between Where we tend to Get confused Carried away And in the process of being carried away we make mistakes in the process of exploring, experimenting and try to learn things in the wrong way. So as a part of second reflection, there are three points that I would like to highlight. Number one, we need to hear from the Supreme Lord. Number two, we need to hear about the Supreme Lord and number three, we need to hear for the Supreme Lord, for us to not get carried away by little material desires. Otherwise, as explained by Sukadeva Goswami, the conditioned soul is sometimes attracted to little happiness derived from sense gratification so because of this desire he is trapped into illicit sex stealing others property and eventually face the consequences, so many examples, Ajamila is a pastor, time, story uh, the story of King Hayati uh, the story of uh, Prachini Barhi we can several examples that we can keep adding. The story of Bilva Mangala Thakura, the story of Tulasi Das. So what happens is that in our journey to Krishna consciousness, for us to safeguard ourselves from being punished, safeguard ourselves from not falling into the hellish condition safeguard ourselves from not being arrested by the government so these three solutions are important one is hear from Krishna number two hear about Krishna number three hear for Krishna What is he, hear from Krishna? Bhagavad Gita. If somebody subscribed to hearing from Bhagavad Gita, they are actually hearing from Krishna. What is hearing about Krishna? The Srimad Bhagavatam which talks about glories of the Supreme Lord. What is that That is hearing for Krishna. It is very simple that if someone heard from the Lord and someone heard about the Lord, it is very, very much possible that that person would have developed love for the Lord. And if somebody has developed love for the Lord, the love is expressed in the form of Devotional service. It is explained So Prabhupada explains in you know, one of the purports in Bhagavad Gita seven point three if I'm right. The 7.3 shloka itself says how manushyanam sahasreshu kaschit yadadu siddhayet yatatam api Siddhanam kaschit mamveti tatvataha The very shloka explains the rarity of being properly situated and in that shloka flag end of the shloka purport Prabhupada explains sevon mukeshi jikhvadu swayam yevat spurasyataha Unless somebody takes themselves into the aspect of devotional service Unless somebody is able to engage their senses in the service of the Lord Then they will definitely not be able to understand the process of devotional service So to conclude the second reflection I wanted to mention that The nature of this material world is tricky. The material world is a place of misery and suffering and temporary in nature. And hence for us to not get carried away by little happiness, for us to not get carried away and commit some mistakes and eventually be punished by the Lord or the agents of the Lord, It is important for us to find out some solutions so that we are not trapped by this material world. And the solution is hearing from Krishna, which is Bhagavad Gita. Hearing about Krishna, which is Srimad Bhagavatam. And hearing for Krishna, which is Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, which talks about the code of conduct different angas, rules and regulation and details of Pancharatra and how the Lord can be worshipped and served. By doing these three things or at least by hearing from the Lord and about the Lord we will naturally be able to develop some affinity attachment to the Lord and that affinity and attachment to the Lord will save us, will preserve our time and energy for the Lord and not wasted for some petty material desires so my second reflection is about the process of safeguarding ourselves first reflection is a reality check second reflection is about a reality check Sorry, uh, safeguarding oneself from the trap of little happiness And the third reflection is in terms of the process, the capability, and the outcome of number one and two. If somebody is able to understand the reflection one and apply it on them, if if somebody is able to understand and apply the second reflection in their life, then what will happen is the third step. This is my third reflection as a part of the shloka. prabhupada explains in the purport that a miserly person cannot properly utilize the wealth he has and similarly a materialistic person misuses the human form. Instead of using it for spiritual emancipation, he uses the body for sense gratification. So Prabhupada explains how we can be really slipping out, falling out falling away, going away from the process of Krishna consciousness. So I would like to tell a, a story of King Prataparudra. King Prataparudra was actually a very pious king and when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chose to settle in Jagannath Puri, King Rudra regularly saw Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotees and their interaction between themselves. So King Prataparudra, without Proper knowledge about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his Sankirtan mission, he started to assume certain things. Because there are two types of vidis one is called Smarta Vidhi, second is called Goswami Vidhi. Smarta Vidhi means somebody does things as a ritual, and Goswami Vidhi is things are done for devotion, for bhakti. So, the activities of Gaudiya Vishnava, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers were always bringing in some surprises for Prataprudra. But one good thing that he did was, without concluding, he came to Sarvabhava Bhattacharya and asked for a clarification and he wanted an audience with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sarvabhava Bhattacharya said, You see, my dear king, your request is understandable. But please note that Jakarna is fully independent, uh, Swarat, and no one can bind him by one's efforts. It is only by love he is controlled. So I will definitely make your request. I will, I will definitely pass on your request to the Lord and rest is his decision. So Prataparudra, after hearing from Sarvabha Bhattacharya, he immediately responded saying that, my dear sir, I have a very great regards for you. I value your insights. Even though I have not personally seen Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, since you have personally associated with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I will accept your statement that Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. So what we discussed in the previous two reflections, that if somebody hears about Krishna from a bona fide source, so when Pratap heard from Sarvabhama Bhattacharya that Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself, he developed desire to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and it became little stronger and serious. So, in the process, Sarvamama Bhattacharya said that right now Mahaprabhu has gone to South India. You are, South India too. Once he comes back, I will put up your request. Prataprutra chose to serve the servants of Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who were visiting Jagannath Puri, who were coming in for the festivities, Rudra looked after them so nicely that they didn't have to bother for anything else. He arranged for their food, place of stay, transportation, all conveniences he may facilitated. And not only that, King Prataprudra allowed Ramananda who was one of the who by now had become one of the closest associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. King Prataprudra gave him all privileges, benefits, salary, house but he did not want Rai to work for him, he can directly serve Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Prataprudra did so many services to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and those whom Chaitanya Mahaprabhu loved. And these services were unconditionally executed, and in the process, his intensity to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu increased. So, when he pleaded to Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, several attempts were made by Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, Nityananda Prabhu, Swarup Damodar Goswami, and everybody tried to convince Nityananda Prabhu, everybody tried to convince. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about his audience with Prataparudra. All they could do was, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could meet Prataparudra's son, saying that by me meeting the son, the father will also get the benefit. And that's the maximum Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted. Beyond that point, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that I am definitely having my principles of a sannyasi, not to mingle with the with the person who is involved in worldly affairs but if you all force me, I may have to leave Jagannath Puri. So like that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very adamant and very particular that he didn't want to meet Pratabranudra. But on the other side King Pratabranudra kept on regularly pleading, regularly requesting that may he get an audience with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And eventually, on the day of Ratyakram, Ruvamavadacharya gave a secret to Rudra in his ears, because of which he got audience with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The secret was, he asked the King Rudra to relinquish the royal dress Royal identity and made made sure that he goes and meet Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a simple mendicant or a simple aam aadlu. And not only that, when Pratapurudra went to Gundija temple where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was lying down after several hours of dancing in front of Lord Pratap Pratapurudra went and massage the feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu singing some songs from Srimad Bhagavatam about Gopi's separation from Krishna. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard the glorification, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu immediately embraced him and accepted Pratabhrudra, whom Mahaprabhu was not accepting for several attempts. So my third reflection hence is, if someone hears from a bona fide source, if someone based on the hearing performs services to the bona fide source and whilst doing the services, if someone develops intense, deep burning desire to serve the Supreme Lord and His Vaishnavas, then the net result is we can get audience with Krishna because when our Upadis are removed, when our service attitude is established, then there is nothing can stop us coming closer to Krishna. So my third reflection is, based on the first and second, if someone applies that principle, they get to follow these four points, and the natural of the four points is, they are safeguarded from the material world and they get audience with the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So in this Shloka Prabhupada writes that when anyone who is constantly involved in the worldly affairs, anyone who is interested in being a miser, retaining the resources, money, wealth, everything for one's personal sense gratificatory agenda then he will not be able to make necessary progress. So to counteract that, Pratap Rudra lived by an example of how one should learn to utilize their time and resources for the pleasure of the Lord and eventually they will get audience with the Lord. It should not be considered that let the Lord give me an audience then I will do all the things that is in a challenging mode. No Vaishnavacharyas, no scriptures explain that why a person needs to have a very clear relationship with the Supreme Lord and it should be for the sake of progressive Krishna consciousness and not for something material. So hence my third reflection is about in the journey of Krishna consciousness we should follow those four steps that King Pratap followed, and the net result is Pratap definitely had audience with Sri Krishna Chaitanya, and anyone who had a personal audience with Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, according to Mahaprabhu's statement itself, that person does not does not need to come back to this material world, and he is transported to the spiritual world. Now comes my last reflection and the fourth reflection to this current context. Prabhu, whatever you said in point number 1, 2, and 3, maybe I know it and it is easy to understand but what to speak of on a day-to-day practical scenarios. We tend to deal with worldly people. We tend to do several things in the compromised manner because of our job and things like that. So how do we, you know, generally cope up? Because this is a standard question that we we get, and I will make some standard answers, which are very important for someone to contemplate on. Shri Prabhupada Established this Krishna consciousness movement not to create some sort of uh, religious sentiments amongst us. Shla Prabhupada created the Sankirtan Mission ISKCON movement so that we all can become Goswamis. We all can learn to control our senses and work for the Supreme Lord. So, from that perspective, it is extremely important for us to utilize, learn to utilize the opportunity that has been given to us in the most possible productive manner that it is useful for us also and for everyone else. So, my fourth reflection into this current context and also that is the last reflection of this particular thing is. This entire evil effects of this material world. Kalair Doshanide Rajan. Astiki Eko Mahan Gunaha. Kirtanat Eva Krishna Sya. Mukta Sangha Param It is very clearly explained that Kalair Doshan Ide Rajan Kaliuva is full of dosha faults. Astiki Eko Mahan Gunaha. There is one good quality of Kali. Kirtana Deva Krishnasya Mukta Sangha Paramraje If somebody takes part in Harinam Sankirtan, they are considered as liberated. They are considered as glorious ones. So, Shila Prabhupada, when he started this current movement, he knew our audience. He knew who we are all going to be. Papi Taapi Jata Jilo Hari name lo, tara jagai madai. So, if anyone comes and says that your claim of this movement can transform hippies to happies, we should definitely give the example of how Jagai and Madai got purified. Tara, Sakshi, Jagai, Madai. Narutum Das Thakur says, people may come and challenge, doubt the process of Krishna Consciousness and if they challenge and doubt, we should show how people from a very degraded Consciousness, just by accepting the process of chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare. So when somebody takes up this holy name of the Lord, when somebody chants the holy name of Lord Hari, then he need not worry for any of the worldly affairs. So my fourth reflection hence is about how this process of Krishna consciousness, it is to be very religiously practiced, And eventually it needs to be given out, to be preached to others. And we should not be miserly. Because one of the things that Prabhupada is time and again saying, is actually telling a very interesting falling down. How people are slowly, slowly, slowly deviating and eventually left this sankirtan mission. Uh, That's what Prabhupada writes in the purport. That sometimes people may even have to give up, relinquish. The Sankirtan mission. Uh. Materialism is based on sex, whether illicit or illicit. Sex is full of dangers, even for those who are addicted to household life. So for us to make sure this human form of life is meaningful, human form of life is absolute, human form of life is the transforming, you know, a project. Huh? If somebody needs to do that, then they need to take shelter of the holy Name. Aninda jay, Sakrit Krishna bajey, Satya Satya muhi Uddharilo hele So, unless somebody tries to cry for mercy, unless somebody tries to seek the blessings of the self and of the soul satya satya muyitare lo hele satyanama abhu says i promise i promise i will deliver that person which person anindaga ho no ninda no criticism fault finding and Sakyut krishna baje one who can regularly recite the holy name of the lord to such a person i promise i promise I will deliver them. Satya satya On the closing note, I want to kind of summarize our learnings and also establish how this material world is a trap, is also a kind of a mirage. According to 13th Chapter of Bhagavad Gita, when we are discussing about the perverted reflection of the banyan tree, Krishna explains that with an example, how when looking at the inverted banyan tree, which is not necessarily true but in the illusory world exists, when somebody understands them, when somebody realizes them, when somebody applies and appreciates them, ah. Uh-huh. So then they will be able to get properly situated. So in the journey of Krishna Consciousness, our everyday, what we hear, what we think, what we assimilate, what we decide, it's all going to contribute towards our onwards journey in Krishna Consciousness. So we were discussing three reflections, or at least four reflections. Number one, where we say, Illusion versus reality we listed three top three illusions and we listed top three realities and we also mentioned why a person continue to stay in illusion the reason is hearing from a relative source and not hearing from an absolute source and it is time and again seen this in various places in the Vedic literature such an example and The second set of reflection that we discussed is about how in the journey of Krishna Consciousness because on the one step we discussed illusion versus reality and the second step is about how this illusion can be mitigated we discussed how we need to hear about Krishna from Krishna, for Krishna and the third step we discussed is about the third reflection we discussed about the prayojana. by doing so we discussed the example of Pratapurudra, how one can eventually get the audience of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu how when we hear from a bona fide source we serve unconditionally we try to be humble and simple and eventually give up our false designations one can definitely get audience with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the last reflection on the fourth point that we discussed is that one need to learn to come out by utilizing this human form of life in the most productive manner and not remain miserly. Because a person who continues to enjoy the resources for his personal agenda, one further suffers. So one need to inculcate the quality of broad-mindedness. Even though we may be having a conditioning nature, Paati Tapi Jata Chinu Hari Akshi So we may have so much of past propensities, but the faith is on the process, so let us not be miserly, let us not be uh, narrow-minded, let us not be a kripana and miss this chance of being spiritually transformed, not only transform ourselves, but transform others. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uses this word, shreyas and prayas. Shreyas means doing actions that are ultimately beneficial Prayas means doing actions that are only immediately, temporarily beneficial Etavat Janmasapalyam Dehinam Isa Dehishu Pranair Arthair vacha Shreyat Acharanam Sada Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explains in Chaitanya Charitamrita This shloka is actually spoken by Krishna to the gopis in the Yamuna Adhaat. It says, Pranayir Artair Diyavacha. Your life, your wealth, intelligence, and your words, all of them need to be dovetailed for the service of the Supreme Lord. Shreya Achananam You have to utilize them for Shreyas, that which is ultimately beneficial, not for prayers. Thank you so much. There are so many things that can be said about the materialistic world, but what uh, what the basis is, whatever little that we know, we should be able to churn them out and try to apply in a minuscule, step, you know, limited capacity and make step by step, step by step progress towards reality. Otherwise, being in Krishna consciousness and continue to remain in illusion. Is an it's an oxymoron because a person cannot be in Krishna consciousness and continue to be in illusion. Either his being in illusion is wrong or to call him, or call him Krishna consciousness is wrong. So hence Prabhupada wanted us as practitioners to be very careful at the same time take advantage of the offerings that are coming our way. Hare Krishna, Girantara Ashrimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Are there any questions or comments? I'll be happy to respond. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Dhanvatanam. All God is a Srila All God Guru Maharaj. Prabhuji, I have a question.